It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, this is Justin Williams with the Wolfpacker Podcast. I'm joined today. As always, by fellow co-host and editor of TheWolfPacker.com, Matt Carter. And today we are going to wrap up NC State's 2021 football season, and we're going to start looking ahead to 2022. I know we're not alone. I know a lot of fans out there are already making their plans for fall of 2022. It could be the makings of a very special season for NC State. So we will get into that and more in just a second. But before we do... Some quick reminders for the listeners and viewers at home. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen to us. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere you listen to podcasts. So just hit that subscribe button. You'll get uh, these podcasts renewed in your feed. And by the way, uh, we did an RSS feed switch about a month, month and a half ago. So if you... If you're a loyal listener and you subscribe to our podcast already and you've been wondering... Where have my Wolfpacker podcast been? Do a quick little search again for the Wolfpacker podcast and click on the one with the most updated episodes. You may have lost your subscription when we when we made that switch a month and a half ago. So if you're a podcast listener, just be sure that you're still subscribed to the right um, channel for us. Again, it's the Wolfpacker podcast. And also, if you've been listening or watching us on YouTube, please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're now well over our initial goal of 1,000 subscribers. We're on to 2,000 subscribers is our next goal, and we're almost halfway there from 1,000. So um, please subscribe if, if uh, you have a couple minutes, if you haven't already. It helps us out tremendously, and we appreciate those that do. And uh, last reminder here, go over to thewolfpacker.com and take advantage of a special deal the on three network has going on right now for just a dollar you get a premium subscription for a year years worth of premium subscription for just a dollar uh so go over to the wolfpacker.com right now that'll unlock all the access to the all the premium content on the on three network including all the great stuff that matt carter does every single day on the wolfpacker.com if you've been there you know how great the work is so it's totally worth the money Use that promo, or you don't even need a promo code. Just take advantage of the deal. Dollar, year's worth of premium subscription. Okay, Matt. Uh, that's actually a pretty good segue here because if you did take advantage of that deal, Matt, if you did pull out your wallet and, and paid a dollar for a year's worth of subscription, that would take you to January 13th, 2023, which would be, that would mean that your subscription lasts all the way through when NC State wins the national championship in 2023. So you'd be able to get all your national championship coverage, your college football playoff coverage, your ACC championship coverage. Am I getting ahead of myself here, Matt? Because I'm looking at some of these way too early preseason rankings. You know, we just had the national championship conclude. Georgia beat Alabama. The next morning, you know, the rankings start to drop. And, uh, you know, kind of a weird experience for NC State fans here. You go to ESPN.com and you look at the way too early rankings. 
You know who comes in at number eight? NC State. NC. Yeah. Could you believe it, Matt? Yeah. So, so here's my question to get us started here, because because I know ESPN's not alone. Matt, you might be able to list a few off the top of your head where NC State falls with some of these mm-hmm. rankings. But my question to you, Matt, does NC State deserve a top ten ranking going into 2022? Um, uh, top ten. Top 10. top 10 top 10 uh I, I you know we had a premium chat yesterday uh it was a great hour of premium chat by the way which you do every every wednesday on the website i got asked this question and i said probably not so i'm gonna say probably not but I was also asked what I thought the uh, ceiling was for next year's football team, and I said ACC championship. So I'm not saying they cannot be a top 10 team. They they have some stuff to figure out to be a top 10 team, in my opinion. But uh, I definitely, I think they should be in the teens. How about that? I think they should be in the teens uh, where, you know, the, the lower half or the upper half of that uh, splitting heads. But yeah, you're right. The athletic as well. Stuart Mandel had uh, NC State at number nine. So ESPN was not, not alone. And, and, you know, Stuart Mandel, for whatever reason, been a, a, uh, a Dave Dorn critic, probably in, you know, somebody who pays attention to it, the most notorious of the uh, Dave Dorn critics in the national media so you know for him to to give a benefit of a doubt and put him at number nine say something yeah on three had him at 15. i kind of like that i i think that's a nice spot i i think you can give him credible consideration for top 15. uh top 10 may be a reach because i i think there are some things they have to figure out um before we could get to that point I think what's sillier, by the way, is the people who did not even put him in the top 25. And believe it or not, there were like three writers, including Brett McMurphy, who I I respect a lot. I have a theory on this, Matt. I have a theory on the top 20, on the NC State being left out of the top 25 list. I don't think anybody that considers considers themselves a college football expert would actually look at this NC State roster and think they're not worthy of a preseason top 25 ranking. What I think happened with those writers is maybe they were just getting, they're trying, they had their deadline coming up, they're trying to get their article out quickly, they needed a quick resource to think, okay, who are the teams that are springboarding into 2022 with some momentum out of bowl season? And they went to the to the score section, they looked up the bowl season scores, and then they didn't see NC State's name there because NC State's bowl game got canceled. And it was kind of the, well, your bowl game got canceled. People kind of forget about that a little bit. And maybe NC State just wasn't top of mind. They were using some sort of singular resource. Who knows? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't think they're actually disrespecting NC State. I think they're just forgetting about NC State, which using the holiday bowl as an example, I think that's, you know, potentially understandable for a national writer. I think they're totally wrong. I'm a hundred percent with you. The floor to me, um, not, not saying this is my personal prediction going into 2022, but I think 
at the very least, NC State is worthy of a top 20 ranking going into 2022 based on the body of work they've had the past two, two seasons and based on how much talent is coming back. But let's talk about this ceiling conversation a little bit more because just kind of to recap where we are at in this transition, you know, beginning the offseason into 2022, NC State's coming off a 9-3 and season. One game away from reaching that 10-win goal. It's only happened once in program history, and that was when Phillip Rivers was the quarterback in 2002. Bowl game gets canceled. No fault of NC State's. Fluky situation. UCLA can't play. NC State crowns itself holiday bowl champions, but they didn't actually win the game. They don't get that 10th win. We still to, be fair, holiday, to be fair, holiday bowl also crowned NC State. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, but but sure. but when we when we look back, twenty years from now, we're gonna look back and say NC State was nine and three. It's okay. It's fine. It's not that they weren't worthy of a ten win season. It's just that was the circumstances. Anyways, great season. Lots of injuries this season. People forget Peyton Wilson goes out. Second game of the year. Isaiah Moore he goes down midway through the season of the regular season. NC State's down to, you know. This this great defense that was supposed to come back, about half those guys go down about halfway through the season. You're getting a lot of those guys back. So you can make the argument NC State's not only maintaining all this talent that led it to a great nine and three season this year, a season that, you know, finishes NC State in the top twenty of both the coaches poll and the AP poll, but that NC State could actually get even better next year with a fully healthy roster of, you know, preseason defensive player of the year candidate Peyton Wilson coming back. Uh, you know, Isaiah Moore, first team all ACC guy coming back. Devin Leary, another year of experience. You lose a Mecca Mezzi, but you've still got Thayer Thomas. Uh, you know, you've got Devin Carter coming back. You've got explosive playmakers coming back. Is the ceiling really just the ACC championship? I mean, you know, you win the ACC championship, you go to a New Year's Six bowl game, but... But here's here's a look at the here's how the schedule is going to break down for 2022 home and away NC State's non-conference schedule Char- Charleston Southern Texas Tech UConn all at home and ECU on the road tricky going to Greenville on the road tricky playing Texas Tech at home but both games I would imagine NC State will be favored in then you look at the ACC slate Boston College FSU Virginia Tech Wake Forest at home Clemson Louisville UNC Syracuse on the road. Clemson and UNC on the road is difficult, but, you know, let's say you win one of those and you handle business the rest of the way, you know, 11-1 and one is not, I, I don't think that's crazy talk, assuming this team can stay healthy and assuming this team can take another step forward with all that talent coming back. It's not crazy talk, but, you know, First of all, if you win the ACC championship, that would mean you're one of the best teams you're probably going to beat. I think next year's ACC champion will be much more well-respected than this year. Quietly, the ACC finished with four teams ranked. Just none of them in the top ten. But you saw Clemson rising at the end of the year. Wake Forest gained a lot of respect. Um, Both of those teams should still be really good next year. Um, you, you saw Pittsburgh, you know, get a, a, a an important transfer from a quarterback to hopefully for them alleviate their, their quarterback situation with Kenny Pickett gone. 
they could be really good next year. Um, so that's still pretty elite to be ACC champion. There are a lot of question marks, though. How are you going to replace the running backs? You know, obviously, Jordan Houston was pretty good as a freshman. We don't know what he's going to be right now. He hasn't, he hasn't played much the last two years. After that, you have nothing of experience. Totally unproven. Wasn't like you were a very good running team as it was this year. And now you got to replace your, your two running backs and your best left tackle, your best offensive lineman as well. Um, so you still have question marks. I, I don't think we can disregard how important Emeka Emeji was to this team um, as well. So you're going to really need Devin Carter to, I think, take a step forward. Yeah, he, he has more upside, I believe, than Emeji. But he's got to show it now. It's kind of year four for him. He's been basically the same numbers for three years, although he had much better touchdown total this year. Can he? Ideally, you would like to see him double those numbers next year. So you have a few questions there. Defensively, you know, who gets after the quarterback? Like Daniel Joseph and By Jones were your top two players with sacks last year. So that's a bit of a question mark as well. Um, so there's still some question marks. I don't think, though, it's crazy to dream, if that's what you're asking. It's not crazy to dream. And that's fun, right? You get the rare chance to have a... I wrote about this in a column. You know, probably as excited as NC State fans have been about a football season since maybe the post-Gator Bowl year in 2003 when they... was also, by the way, the last time NC State was ranked preseason. And they will be ranked preseason next year if they're not then it's just a blatant disregard for uh, it's just looking at names. Because you, you had a kinder theory than I did on the uh, two early top 25. I think they were just lazy and went with, okay, what are the big-name schools? Okay, let's get those big-name schools. All right, those are the top top schools, you know. Um, you're right, the schedule manageable next year particularly getting Wake Forest at home, getting Boston College, kind of a sneaky team to watch at home, getting Florida State at home. They, they've gotten a bunch of transfers um, to really enhance themselves. Uh, your, your tough assignment, obviously, is at Clemson. You know, UNC's rebuilding, call it for what it is. You know, they, they completely flamed out and, and were the most disappointing team in the ACC, if not one of the maybe the most disappointing in the country to be preseason top 10 and end up with a losing record. I also don't uh, really we, think UNC has a home field advantage when UNC plays NC State. I mean, unless unless UNC was cooking and it was a top 10, 10 team going into that yep. game, like Carolina fans don't show out for that game. NC State brings a good amount of fans to that game. So you don't mind having that on the road. Yeah. So I do think it's kind of an ideal setup. Um, so yeah, it's not crazy to dream at all. I, I think you, you have every reason to, to 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 have high expectations for next year. 
Um, based on what happened this year, they were a good team. The reason why I don't think they could be preseason top 10 is I don't think we should lose sight of the fact that they're an onside kick away from being an 8-4 and four football team. And the reality is that's probably what their record should have been at the end. They, they, they were a bit fortunate. Lady Luck was on their side at the end of that UNC game. That's fine. Lady Luck was on UNC's side for 58 minutes of that football game prior to that. But, um, yeah, that's why I'd say be a little bit cautious on the expectations. But they're not that far removed from being an 8-4 and team last year. Conversely, they're not that far from beating Wake Forest in Miami either. So, uh, 9-3 and is about where they should have been. Uh, but yeah, that, that's uh, I will say that Washington, Georgia, and Alabama playing that—that's a whole different level of football right now. You, you, <laughs> that is a whole different level of football. You read my mind, Matt, because I was just about to come back and say, on while it is fun to dream, and while I agree with you that NC State's ceiling is what could be, you know, final top ten ranking. You know, when the final rankings come out. If NC State wins the ACC championship and wins its bowl game, it would be ranked in the top 10 at the end of the season. Probably you know, maybe as high as like six or five. But if you're NC State, and let's say you you strike gold in the regular season, and you somehow go 11-1, and one, your only loss is to Clemson on the road, they have a great season, or, I mean, real, realistically, if NC State were to ever get into a four-game college football playoff, it would probably have to go 12-0. and 0. Um, but is that really a position? I mean, I understand the national spotlight. You want to be, you want to be in that spotlight for recruiting purposes, but as a fan, if you go to the college football playoff and you're not Georgia or Alabama or Clemson with Deshaun Watson, then, you know, you kind of already know your fate. You you, you know, you watching that Alabama Georgia game, you're a hundred percent right. It's, it's. It's like this hybrid level in between the NFL and what most of college football is. It it it's, but it's but it's not one of of either. You know, it, like if NC State plays Alabama or Georgia, in that type of scenario, maybe they win one out of a hundred times. Maybe, and and that's not a slight on NC State. It's just that's the way the system of college football works right now. Um. But that said, it's still fun to dream, and I still think the pinnacle of what NC State football could be is probably what you're saying, Matt. Win the ACC championship, have a magical regular season, beat Carolina, beat Clemson, and go win a, go win a New Year's Six Bowl game, go win the Peach Bowl, go win you know maybe the Orange Bowl when it's not a part of the college football playoff cycle. Um, I think every NC State fan in the world would sign up for that deal right now if, if they knew that that's what 2022 could bring or would bring, and, and I think that's it's on the table. You can't say that every year going into the season. I don't think you would have I don't think you would have said that about this team going into twenty twenty one and and had this team stayed healthy, Matt, that wasn't really a goal out of reach. I mean, let's assume Peyton Wilson and Isaiah Moore played the entire season and stayed healthy. I mean, I probably would have predicted that NC State would have beaten either Wake or Miami. And if they beat Wake, they're going to the ACC championship, probably have a good chance to beat Pittsburgh. So 
you know, it, it, NC State wasn't far off. Um, no, I think uh, I was asked. I, I think NC State was a more complete football team than Wake Forest this year. I think if those teams were fully healthy, playing on a neutral field, NC State would have beaten Wake Forest the majority of the time. Not every time, but the majority of the time. Uh, I think Wake Forest had the, uh, kind of a better setup this year, especially with their schedule. That's not Wake Forest's fault. It was not deliberate. It's just how it played out. Uh, I don't know Wake Forest's injury situation, but there's no denying NC State probably. It's, it's a reasonable assumption to make that NC State would hit harder. Um, but I think NC State was a more complete team because I don't, I don't think Wake Forest had a good defense. And I think that game, if you look back at that game, it really turned on a, a fumble recovery down to about the two or three yard line. Um, and the poor decision to do a squib kick right before halftime. Right, it gave Wake Forest great field position. You know, those two plays really kind of turned the outcome of that game. But I think NC State's a more complete team than Wake Forest and a more complete team than Clemson this past year. Because Clemson didn't have an offense. Uh, especially early in the season. They started finding some things with the running game and Will Sipley later. You know, Pittsburgh would have been a good matchup, but I think NC State was the most complete, if not NC State or Pittsburgh, were the most complete teams in the ACC. And Pittsburgh loses their Heisman Trophy finalist quarterback. So they do have an established quarterback coming in, but he's not Kenny Pickett. So, I, I yeah. Wake Forest needs a lot of improvement from its defense. Clemson needs a lot of improvement from its offense. To be fair, Clemson was hit very hard by injuries as well. I don't think NC State has those questions, right, going into next year. We're not talking about a lot of improvement other than maybe running the football. Uh, But even then, they didn't run the football well this past year and still did fine on offense. So, um I, that's why you can, can be excited about NC State. And to your point, they're fully healthy. I, I, I think NC State makes a credible case that if it was fully healthy, it probably doesn't lose both Miami and and uh, Wake Forest. Yeah. 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 So, but well, but this is football, right? Every team's going to have injuries. The way I want to wrap this up, Matt, and I think here's the difference going into 2022, is that this is the first time that this group, this core group, is going into a season with heightened expectation, uh, national recognition. Because going into 2021, I mean, guys like you and I knew that NC State had a roster that had the makings of a team that could be pretty darn good could be knocking on the door in the Atlantic we didn't predict that NC State would neither of us predicted that NC State would win the Atlantic but we did predict that you know they would go nine and three I think you had eight and four we were right there now fast forward going into 2022 you know NC State goes through 2021 wins all these big games feels slighted in these rankings Devin Leary doesn't get recognition for these quarterback awards blah 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 and the main calling cry from the NC State football program is we need we deserve more respect. We deserve more respect. And now NC State has earned that respect and is going to get that respect. I would 
I would sure hope that they're going to get that respect going into 2022 as they deserve. But how are they going to do handling the expectations? Because they've they've taken this kind of chip on the shoulder, we're slided, we're the underdogs. They've played that very well, and that's a very effective, motivating formula for college football coaches. Just just look at what Dabo does at Clemson. Anytime Clemson faces any any type of adversity, Dabo tries to put on the little old Clemson routine, and Clemson hasn't been little old Clemson in years. Uh, multiple recruiting classes ago, okay? So how is NC State going to be able to handle just the outside perspective? How are they going to be able to handle the expectations, being the maybe the hunted rather than the hunter, because it's not out of the equation that in, you know you could go to you could go to Charlotte next summer, Matt, and at ACC kickoff, it wouldn't be the biggest surprise in the world to see NC State pick to win the Atlantic. They'll get them both place votes for sure. I think Clemson will. will I be agree. There. I would still yeah, expect Clemson to be the pick, but yeah, and I expect Wake Forest to probably be second and NC State third. But you're also talking about the three best teams on paper in the ACC next year. And that's a classic case for why divisions need to be scrapped. Because, you know, kudos to Pittsburgh for actually winning an ACC title for the Coastal. Why don't we wrap it up there? End the Coastal on a high note before it goes back to to the way it was. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 in terms of how they're going to handle the expectation, you know, you hope with guys like Isaiah Moore, and Grant Gibson, that's not a problem. I mean, they, they, they've both been, you know, we know the long history on their leadership skill. Um, case of Isaiah Moore, you know, I'm sure he dreamed that he would be off to Florida or Arizona right now training for an NFL combine, and so would Peyton Wilson and you know, a lot of these guys are, are running it back because of circumstances out of their control a little bit. And so they're going to be motivated. They, they're not coming back just to, you know, just to uh, yeah, show up. and, 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 and They're not just playing yeah. for a Tier 1 ACC Bowl appearance. Yeah, they're coming back with a purpose. Uh, partially... To, to improve what they have on film and to prove that the NFL scouts something, but also, uh, look, I can come back and win. I can win something here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my NFL dreams on hold because it's a, the smart thing to do, and b, it's something for me to come back to. Otherwise, they would have just gone into the portal, right, and and transferred somewhere else. So, I would hope that they that do a laser focus on the mission and maybe the fact that they tasted that ACC championship game. I mean, you're in November. You're literally, I'm sure those team players were just gathering in different rooms, watching Boston College play Wake Forest, knowing that if somehow, some way Boston College wins that game, yeah, they're going to the ACC championship game. So they tasted it all the way to the last day of the season, the regular season. And then they got robbed of their chance to play a bowl game. So 
You would hope that there's still plenty of motivation. You might lose the chip on the shoulder motivating tactic, but you just replace it with something else. And I'm sure there'll be more Brett McMurphy's and uh, he's not alone. He's just the only one I can remember. There were three guys. At least McMurphy had them in the next group of teams. I, I saw one guy who had a top 25 and then a next six that did not include NC State, which basically just shows you're lazy. Um, so there'll be enough of that and to show. And honestly, Wake Forest being good might be a sneaky motivating factor because it seems like the media is more all in on the Wake Forest story and the Wake Forest bandwagon than they are anything else. So, um, yeah, I think there'll be plenty to kind of keep them straight and focused. You know, I, from talking to people who know, it sounds like that was the issue with UNC, for instance. That they thought that they had arrived, so to speak, and that they didn't, you know, they were just expecting to show up and take care of business. And it cost them. So they can also maybe take a lesson learned from their not-so-good friends down the road and see what they went through and, A, know how much you enjoyed watching them go through that, and B, know how much you don't want to repeat their mistakes so that they can throw it back in your face uh, later. So I think there's plenty to keep them motivated. We will see. I think it's going to be an interesting offseason. I think there's going to be plenty of fan interest in this offseason, Matt, so I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to be talking football here for the next few months. As we get further into basketball season, we will talk more hoops than we talk football for at least the next few months while we're in basketball season, but I suspect that the offseason podcast will start a little bit sooner than later this year, Matt, if I had to throw out a bold prediction for this podcast but that's going to do it for this one Justin Williams bold prediction for yeah. 2020 bold prediction more football podcast football <laughs> sells it took me what two years with the Wolfpacker to finally get it that football is what sell okay yeah <laughs> um I guess it I, I guess it took a down basketball year anyways that'll do it for this Wolfpacker podcast quick reminders for the listeners and viewers at home subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts apple spotify google play wherever you listen to podcasts we're there plus please subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't already you can always watch us on our youtube channel the Wolfpacker youtube channel uh, please subscribe give this video a thumbs up and drop a comment while you're at it and also go to the wolfpacker.com and take advantage of the special deal they have going on right now for just a dollar you can get a years worth of premium subscription to the on three network so go head over to the wolfpacker.com right now and take advantage of that special deal it won't be around forever lastly follow us on social media you can follow our main account at the wolfpacker on twitter you can follow me personally at justin h will on twitter and give us a like on facebook nc state wolfpack on the wolfpacker.com so for matt carter this is justin williams and this has been the wolfpacker podcast Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.